0: PulxCast is written and produced by students at SUNY New Paltz. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of SUNY New Paltz.
1: Welcome to PulxCast, an original student-produced podcast from the campus of SUNY New Paltz.
0: This is season three, covering everything from self-discovery to nostalgia to crazy hypotheticals. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating. Subscribe for new episodes and topics every semester.
1: Welcome back to this week's episode of Super Smash Slashers. For those who are new here, we bring your horror fantasy matchups to reality and pit iconic horror characters against each other in a fight to the death. It's like fantasy football but somehow even more dorky. Last week, we pitted the Sanderson sisters against Chucky and Chucky's Bride. And the winner, decided by you guys, was... The Sanderson sisters. They swept the floor of those murder Muppets.
0: I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. This
1: week, We've got a classic matchup, a matchup of the classics. Hopefully, by the end of this episode, we'll finally know the answer to something horror fans have spent decades duking out. Who's stronger, Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger? Michael Myers is backed
0: up by a whole lot of lore, with 13 movies coming back every Halloween stronger than ever. He's a psycho little brother who grew up to be an almost supernatural slasher. Michael has been at it since 1978, and he's seemingly unstoppable, with a new movie coming out this October.
2: In the 1984 film Nightmare on Elm Street, we first meet Freddy Krueger, the nightmarish monster possessed by dream demons and this insatiable need to cause fear in his victims. In the dream realm, he's pretty much unstoppable. Your only chance of defeating him occurs when he's knocked back into the real world.
1: Now that we've laid out the groundwork, are you two ready to plead your cases? On your mark, get set, fight!
0: So, I'd like to start off my argument for Michael Myers with the fact that he's definitely killed more than Freddy Krueger this is how I feel. I mean there's more movies filled with victims getting killed by Michael Myers. There are also real-life kills. I mean, yes, Freddy Krueger does kill them in their dream and it kills them in real life.
2: Well, Freddy definitely hasn't killed as much as Michael Myers, but I don't think that is a good measurement of his capabilities. I think Michael Myers' biggest weakness is that he's so attached to the date of Halloween that he's basically just like nothing for the rest of the year.
0: Oh, interesting. Well, the fact that he comes out around Halloween time is reminiscent of his first kill and also when he breaks out of an insane asylum it's the time that he gets out everything aligns that spooky time of year but while he's there he kills more victims in a shorter amount of time is what i'm hearing
2: Okay, but how hard is it to kill people in Halloween? Everybody's dressed like a monster. Nobody's going to be scared of you.
0: Yeah, the simplicity of Michael Myers is what is so great. I mean, he's a knife and a mask. He presents himself as the boy he was in the beginning, a knife and a mask, even though he's morphed into this unstoppable force that cannot be contained and cannot be killed. Spot the difference. Michael Myers started killing when he was little. Kruger has resort to vengeance in his dreams. Michael Myers is a cold blood killer from the start.
2: Okay, but vengeance is one of the most powerful motivators. I would argue that so is insanity. That's true, spite is very heavy. But does his demographics like stay the same when he's a kid? Is he still only killing other kids?
0: He's mostly chasing this one victim. This one woman. Lori. Yeah, Lori. Yeah, he's always chasing Laurie. And Laurie has survived up until present day, where the new movie is set to come out this month. And she is the main victim. I mean, she is the main positive force fighting against Michael Myers, but she has never won. And I believe Michael Myers even had a soft spot for some children in the films. However, he has killed many, many kids in his films. Mostly teenage victims towards the beginning of the series. I mean, the classic trope of Halloween movies is the dumb teen victims.
2: Right, like Johnny Depp and his crop top in mine. Yeah,
0: yes, exactly. That was fun, yeah. Or babysitter Lori.
2: But does it say something that he's been trying to kill her for 40 years and still can't?
0: Well, yeah, she's morphed into the more recent character of just a total badass. Very hard victim to get a hold of. She burnt him in a fire in the last film, but like I said, the reason why he's so great is he will not die. Even how many times Lori has trapped him in a burning house, or someone has shot him, or stabbed him. He has survived. Whether or not he has gotten Lori, I feel like he's gotten a lot, he's claimed many victims on the way to Laurie in every film.
2: So just collateral damage? I'd say so. He does enter a coma, though, right, in later films? So I think that argues that he is... Somewhat human?
0: Well, he has his dormant times as Mm -hmm. Michael Myers. He's dormant for long spans of time. Like many predators out there in the world, like creatures in the world that... Hibernate? Yeah, he hibernates. And then he comes out just as vicious. I would say that's a better representation of my slasher.
2: Well Freddy doesn't really have a specific target, he more latches on to a group of people because of opportunity, and he just plays with them. So I think he's been entirely successful in killing people because he doesn't have that specific of a target. Anything that somewhat resembles a human needs sleep. And whether Michael Myers is fully supernatural or some kind of combination is still up for debate, whether that be because, you know, they wanna make it, they just wanna make it inconclusive so that they can pull something out of their ass in the next movie. Or if there's just like too many directors and everybody's mad at each other for making those choices. But I think he has shown enough human qualities. I do think it's stupid that he can sleep because I'm imagining him in his little bed with like a little nightcap. But I'm sure he does, especially if he's dormant for the entire year besides one day.
0: I would say, turning it back on Freddie, I feel like, you know, yes, he's a demon that lurks in people's dreams. Like, yes, you can run with that. You can have many victims that way for sure. But in the real world, where is he? He's dead. He's not real anymore. He's just in dreams. And he doesn't
2: even need a body to claim as many victims. So if he had one, maybe he'd have more victims than Michael. Okay. He was burned to death in 1968, so he was 26 uh, he was when he died. he was burned to death? Yes. So they both have that in common. It doesn't kill you makes you stronger, am I right? So the biggest counter to Freddy is facing your fears. You have to defeat him in your sleep. And both of them share the fear of fire because it goes to their past deaths. Did that really kill Michael? Freddy will confront them with their worst fear.
0: Michael Myers is really classic in the way that he goes by his own style and he gets the job done. And that's why I like him. He doesn't need anything fancy. I think in the last one I saw, he took a kid and fully impaled him over a spiky fence. And that's the most innovation you're going to see from him. Because why innovate when you have... You've got the results already. Michael Myers knows all he's got. He needs his blackish-blue coveralls. He needs his mask. He needs his knife. He's going to get results. There's no need to innovate, personalize to the victim.
2: Michael is trying to eliminate the only thing that keeps him tied to this earth.
0: There has been some dimension in the Michael Myers films where he does... I don't know if it's mind games or it's sympathy, but I would say most of the time it's mind games because he is a psycho. He is truly a psycho in the way that like, in some films he'll show sympathy for a character or he'll show slight weakness or he'll just be like, all right, like we're chilling. I think one would be where the psychiatrist helps him escape and you think they're going to be fine and, like, maybe he found a person he's not going to kill on instinct right away. And then he kills them, too. So you know what? He really, truly... Maybe he doesn't have that emotional connection to humans or the people around him or anything around him. However, I would say that He's too far gone into the psycho realm that he will not yet have any of that in his character unless it's manipulative.
2: I would argue that Michael's death by fire, quote unquote, went to weaken him, whereas Freddy's gave him the opportunity to become something supernatural and strengthened him.
1: And now a challenger appears from your nightmares. It's getting very scary. I can't wait to find out who will win this week's Clash. Now, let's look at a couple honorable favorites that might make an appearance in future episodes.
0: My name is Iona, and my favorite horror villain is Megan Fox in Jennifer's Body, so Jennifer from Jennifer's Body. My name is Claire, and I think my favorite villain is the other mother from Coraline. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. My name's Jordan. I'm majoring in political science. I like Carrie because I feel like she's a very misunderstood woman, so I like her. She's
2: crazy, but I love her. My name's Michaela. I'm an early childhood education major, and I would say my favorite one would be Jason.
0: I'm Claire. I'm a visual arts major, and I say my favorite is probably Chucky.
2: (laughs) We also interviewed a couple of New Paul students on who they personally believe would be victorious in their feud and why they think that.
0: Freddy Krueger, because I like his sweater and I think it's cool that he has metal hands and haunts people's dreams. Freddy Krueger, too, just because I'm going to trust Sam because I don't have enough <laughs> background knowledge. I think Freddy would win. I just think he's better. Like the big scissors on his hands or like. Yeah. He has like knives on his hand, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and I think Freddy Krueger's metaphysical capability of hopping dream to dream is. Quite the potent power, to say the least. I'm going Freddy Coogs all day, baby. Yeah, and Michael. Freddy
1: Cooter, yeah. I think Michael Myers would win because he's a boss. I mean, Freddy's fine. They're both fine, (laughs) but like
0: he's a little scrawny, you know. Like the only thing he has going for him is the hands. Michael Myers is indestructible, so like Krueger's claws wouldn't do anything to him. But Krueger could like go into his dream and like destroy him.
2: Yeah. My name is Isabella Arts. I am a psychology major. I'm currently a junior book. and obviously Michael Myers, my okay. favorite villain. Yes. Oh, cool. that or All right. Arguments up in the show notes. You guys can find the poll to vote for the winner. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode.
1: Who knows who we'll be covering soon on the next episode of Super, Super Smash Slashers. This episode of Pulsecast was brought to you by SUNY New Pulse's DMJ333 podcasting class.
0: Special thanks to Ed and Gina Carroll for their generous support. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed creating.
1: Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every semester.